Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, welcome back in. 11 o'clock hour here on a Thursday. Issel and Louie, ESPN 680-1057, the app, your smart speaker, sitting in your car, however you're hanging out with us today. We really appreciate you making us part of your Thursday morning. Uh, Reminder, the second half of the show brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky, deltadentalky.com, nationwide network of dentists. Get that coverage for yourself, for your family, or for your employees. Check it out at deltadentalky.com. We bring in our friend Jay Davis from Cranes, Detroit. Now, Jay, we just have uh, we always have Ben Roberts, the the beat writer for the Herald Leader, on before you. Yeah, and he just said something that I think is going to lead other shows at this station, which is that UK fans should not expect UK to beat Alabama or to beat Tennessee. Um, Dan, I have to ask you out loud in front of Jay: How many games did you go into when you were playing at UK, thinking we don't have a chance to win? Zero. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. It's a different era. Zero. Man. Yeah, you know we we didn't win we didn't lose very many either. No, that's right. Yeah. All right, Jay Davis with us at Jay Davis underscore nineteen eighty one on Twitter. Um, you know, you know we've been uh, we 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 saw the good news about a half hour ago that Demar Hamlin's made uh, yeah. a, a good amount of progress apparently in the last twenty four hours that and that he apparently has his cognitive function, um, which I think is in my mind was always number one. Uh, do, were you watching when it happened, and and how has your week been in interacting with that story? Uh, you know, I actually wasn't watching that. You know, Monday night football always starts around our kids' bedtime. Yeah, sure. So always in, like, the first quarter, quarter to half, depending on when they decide to go to sleep. But, but um, <laughs> me and, you know, some buddies were texting about it, and, you know, they said that, you know, that they saw the hit. He got hit hard. And, you know, the first thing you think about, you know, you don't think this is going to happen. You know, when, when you see him fall like he fell, I think just based on, you know, obviously I'm not a doctor, but, you know, watching as much football as, as we all watch, you think you think oh, it's his spine or his head. You know, you, you're not thinking that, you know, that he yeah, you know, suffered cardiac arrest. You yeah. know, I guess the hit, he got hit right in the chest. And, yep. you know, I guess, you know, he lost his, his heartbeat for a while or, you know, it messed it up or something like that. And, that, and that's what happened. But, yeah, you know, just, um, you know, this has led to a lot of, a lot of interesting discussions and, you know, it's, you know, just, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard. You know, you, you think, you know, one, the, the one thing you think about is, 
I mean, yeah, we, we all like to watch football, and everybody who watches football watches the game hoping that something like this happens. But, you know, just seeing the reaction of, you know, all those guys, like seeing Josh Allen's face when that happened, you know, looking at Stephon Diggs, you know, walking up and down the lines, you know, when that happened. Um, honestly, seeing how long it took the ambulance to get out onto the field, most of the time, you know, when you're like, you know, we've all seen this, you know, you're on the road and there's an ambulance coming it's loud, you know, they've got the siren going, they're going as fast as they can, everybody's not in the way. There was nothing that, you know, right. that, that kind of made it even a little scarier, you know, just... Yes, right. That it was immediately know, to that, what? not to a cart or something else, right, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, so it, it was it was just a lot, you know, just the news that we've gotten the last couple of days is good, you know, just hopefully he can just to progress in the, in the right direction. Jay, a lot of former players have weighed in about professional football following this instance. I, I was watching Booger McFarland yesterday, and he said, listen, we, we understand the risk. It's a violent game. He said, but football has allowed me to, to live a better life. It allowed me to put my mother on the pedestal that she belongs to, to, uh, that she should be on. And, and I think a lot of these players are willing to take the chance. Do you see this young man getting ever getting back on the football field? Uh, it, it, you know, obviously that depends on, you know, his progress. But I don't, you know, part of that is, is you know, I, I watched a lot of that and I thought Booger was great on, on Monday night. You know, everybody that was on ESPN was pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, the scary part about it is, is, you know, a lot of, you know, there's websites that show all of these guys' salaries, and I think his base salary or whatever he's going to make with bonuses this year is like 160 grand. And the way the pensions are structured in the NFL, I don't even think he'd be eligible for a pension until after, because this is his second year. I don't even yeah. think he'd be yeah. eligible. I, I, don't think he, I don't even think he's eligible for an extension until after his third or fourth year. Um, and I think they, I think in, uh, you know, just reading a lot of stuff, you know, after this happened, I think in the last round of collective bargaining, I think they lo- they lowered the payment in the disabled, you know, in their disability policy a substantial amount. I'm not sure exactly what it was. Um, you know, it's, it's there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. You know, people have been saying that football players, that professional football players deserve guaranteed contracts for years. Um, you know, maybe this is the thing that actually – you know, gets that done, you know, like I said, you know, the, the big part about it is, is, you know, he's, he's not vested yet. You know, he has to play for another year or two <coughs> excuse me, to get vested. So, I mean, that, that, you know, that's the scary part, you know, he's, he's like 23, 24 years old. You know, this is the thing he's worked his whole life to do. He may not be able to do it anymore. And, you know, you know, I, I he, he would be, I'm sure he would be able to find something else to, you know, to do for, for a career, but, this is what he's wanted to do and to have to <clears throat> quit that based on this and not be able to be taken care of is you know that that's the you know that that's not that's just as scary as, you know you know anything else to me yeah jay davis with us cranes to try it in his usual 11 o'clock spot here on thursday Islin louis taking you up until noon i you know the, the story is, is sort of fascinating and i and i you know i I'm kind of of a mind that as we move forward with sports in this country, and, and I think this is not an example of it. I think that the head injuries and the CTE stuff will be much more um, 
much more of a long-term issue than this because, simply put, the reason that this is an exceptional story is because it's an exceptional case. This doesn't happen all the time. Right. But guys get and I, guys get their... I don't, I don't, go ahead. Another thing that, that, I, that I actually thought about is, you know, obviously, you know, they waited, you know, the networks waited, the league waited, you know, to answer the game. I just have, you know, and this is the, this could be, you know, just me being cynical. You know, Monday night, it's, it's the only game on. It's two of the better teams in the league, you know, playing for, basically trying to get the number one seed. You know, and there was a talk of, a lot of people have been talking about, hey, are they still going to play this game tonight? Yeah. I just, you know, just thinking about, you know, other injuries that have happened, you know, head injuries, spine injuries, things like that. What what if this game was played, you know, Sunday one o'clock, and it's like you know a local game. You know, I I don't know if that would have played a role in them still playing, but I guess it's kind of good that it that this happened on Monday night. You know, because the spotlight was on the NFL. I know the spotlight's always on the NFL, but, but there was legitimate pressure is, because everybody was watching that game. Yeah. Right, Monday night is you know interesting. I mean, I guess you know obviously you take the Super Bowl out. Monday night is the league's premier property. And everybody's watching, you know, you got all these advertisers and things like that. So I think that, you know, that being the case, I think, you know, played a big role in, you know, them deciding not to play, which I think was ultimately a good thing because none of those guys' heads would have been in that. And, you know, when you're playing football, you have to be locked in, you know. So if, if even if they would have tried to play the rest of that game, I think, you know, the, the possibility of some more severe injuries would have increased, you know, because those guys' heads wouldn't have been in it all the way. That's that's a that's a great point. A great point. I I don't think looking at the at how serious those players. I mean, uh, you know, thank goodness uh, they didn't put a camera in in the middle of that of that treatment. But you just mm-hmm. looking at the at the faces, some of the guys literally crying. There was no way. And 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 I saw that the uh, the Bengals coach. Said the first thing when he got over to the other sideline and was talking to the Bills coach. The first thing the Bills coach said was, uh, "I've I've got to go to the hospital. I I, I I'm not going to be coaching this team." So I I don't think even if the NFL Jay had said, uh, you know, we're we're going to resume this. I I don't think the players would have. I th- I think they were done at that very point. Yeah, there had to have been some, and you know, I'm sure you guys have seen it. There had to have been some call made, you know, to the Players Association, league office, things like that, you know, just, you know, just to see, you know, for players to see what their options are, you know, I don't know if there's like, I don't think that would be considered like breach of contract, they had just said, no, we're not playing, but, you know, there would have been, there could have been something there, but, you know, ultimately, cooler heads prevailed, and, you know, they, they canceled the game, you know, they're not going to replay it, so... You know, just like I said, you know, the, the big thing here is that, you know, he keeps progressing the way it seems that he's had in the last, excuse me, the way he had in the last, last day or so. I'll be interested to follow this because I disagree with you, Jay. I think they do play the game. Um, and I think the only reason they don't play the game is that the Bills just decide they're not playing the rest of the year. Yeah, you know, that, that could have been a possibility too. Like I, you know, it's just, like I said, you know, I think – I think the league making the call to keep playing would have been a lot easier had this game been, you know, right. on at the same time as seven or eight other games on a Sunday afternoon. But even if the league made that call, players could have still said, no, we're not doing it. Jay, uh, let, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, 
have you not talked to the Pistons? Do, do they not understand what they're supposed to be doing here? I mean, they're they're I mean, in the they, Wambayama race, and they go to Golden State and beat the Warriors last night. What's going What's going on here? Don't they still have the worst record in the league? Uh, no, I'm they, I'm not. They sure. have the second to last. They have the second least number of wins. Yeah, Houston is Houston the worst. Yeah. Houston's ten and twenty-eight. Um, the Charlotte's ten and twenty-nine. are eleven and three. So right now they still have the same percentage chance as Charlotte and Houston. You know to get the number one pick. You know after they change the excuse me way the lottery odds are determined. Um, I mean you know that's a good that's a good win for them. You know it's a young team. You know Sadiq Bay hits that shot at the buzzer, but. I'm not, you know, it's not like that's going to propel them to a 10-game win streak or anything like that. <laughs> Pistons. I um, So around here, one of the fun stories that we're getting to uh, follow was Donovan Mitchell's 71-point uh, performance, of course, played, <laughs> yeah. played across the street here at UofL. Um, where do you rank that amongst, you know, sort of regular season scoring performances? It's up there. You know, he was remarkable efficient in that game, you know, from the field, from three, uh, you know, they needed all of it. They were down big in that game. I turned that game on in the third quarter and I think they were down like 15 points. I don't, Darius Garland didn't play um, so they, you know, they needed all of that. Um, you know, it, like it's, it's way ahead of, I know this is going to hurt some other people down there, but Devin Booker scored 70, but they lost to the Celtics by double digits, I think. Um Kobe's 81-point game, I didn't see it, but just yeah, – I didn't see it live. I've seen it a few times since then. That was, you know, pretty high. It's, it's – it, I mean, it was it was a hell of a performance by him, you know, and this is a guy who, you know, a year ago in Utah, people were questioning, you know, how good of a player he was, how much he mm-hmm. loved basketball. And right now, if the season was over, I think he'd be first-team All-NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, not only – not only Donovan, but I mean, we've had some unbelievable performances. I mean, Doncic is getting fifty every night, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Giannis, Giannis, yeah, yeah. What uh, are these players this good, or uh, is the defense in the NBA getting worse? I've heard a lot of a lot of stuff about that the last couple of days. I don't think the defense is getting worse. The the way the refs call the game, you know, against defensive players obviously has changed the last, you know, 10, 15 years, you know, that they wanted to be more free-flowing. You know, you can't hand-check anymore. But I think a bigger part, particularly this year, what it is, is like these teams have figured out spacing. You know, the floor is wide open. Um, you know, the guys are so good. <coughs> Excuse me. The guys are so good, you know, shooting, you know, with the shooting and – you know, it's hard to double-team guys now because if you double-team, you know, there's somebody out there who's probably shooting 40% from the So that just makes it, you know, easier to score around a basket. I think it's just teams mastering, the, like, the coaches, and the, the coaches are better, and the players are so much smarter that, you know, the offense just comes, I think the offense just comes easier than these guys now. Jay Davis with us, at Jay Davis underscore 1981 on Twitter. Um Georgetown just hit a new low and lost 25 straight in the Big East. Yeah. I um I think it's an interesting story because um I, there is only one part of it that's a parallel here 
at the University of Louisville is that they've they've hired one of their former players who was a great player uh, in Kenny Payne. Uh, what do you, I I, I want to say before we have that conversation because I want to have it with Dan in the last half hour of the show that I I think one of the good things actually that's come out is that there's been criticism uh, from a lot of the fans of Kenny Payne and how and the job that he's doing because. I think it would be really easy to remember 1986 and just you know go oh, yeah he'll figure it out or whatever and and then we see the, what what that can turn into with um, with Patrick Ewing. How much does this affect your thoughts on his legacy as as a person in basketball? I don't know. You know, it's it's hard. You know, there Georgetown. What, what was it like? I don't remember if that was pre-pandemic that they made this run through the Big East tournament and got in the tournament. Um, you know, I think part of the reason why, you know, this is this kind of shows why he didn't get a look, why Patrick Ewan didn't get a look in the pros. You know, he was in the system for a while. He couldn't get a job in the NBA, and he went to college. That's not to say he's – I'm not saying he's – I guess I am saying he's not a very good coach, but you know this this is just out of hand. You know they've they've already played. I didn't realize they've already played five league games. They're they're on five in the league. They're, these games aren't even close. <coughs> their last this is their you know they're on a six game losing streak. They lost by nineteen, thirteen, eleven. Um, they had they lost to DePaul by seven, and DePaul's I think DePaul's worse than they are. Butler beat them by twenty nine. They lost to Nova last night by sixteen. You know these these aren't these games aren't even close. You know that that's a problem. I don't I don't, I've never understood you know firing a coach mid season. You know I don't think there's you know any way for a spark there. So I mean I guess Patrick you know finishes out the season. I can't I don't see how they can bring him back. Here here's what I don't say. And, and Louie, I want to talk more about this in the next half. Yeah hour. sure. Um, here's what I don't understand. And, and why, I, I guess it's just pride, Jay, or, but if, if I was Patrick Ewing, I'd say, you know, this is my alma mater. I love this school. Mm-hmm. And for, for its benefit, I'm leaving. Why, why, oh, does yeah. he, why does he continue to stay there and say, I think they asked him about his future after the game last night, and he said, I'm going to be here as long as the president of the college wants me to be here. I, I don't get that at all. I mean, I don't, want, I don't necessarily want to say it's, it's ego, but that's part of it. You know, it's probably one of these things where, you know, he played, you know, he played for John Thompson, you know, won national title with him. You know, I think it was his junior year of college. Um, you know, he's, he's seen where that program can go. Um, you know, even in, you know, even as recently as 2007, when they got to the final four with, you know, Roy Hibbert and Jeff Green, there's some potential there. And, you know, maybe he just wants to, you know, he just wants to, to be the guy to, I don't know, you know, bring that, bring that joy back, bring, bring Georgetown back to, you know, the levels that, that that they had had reached previously, but it's it's not happening. You know, he's been there. This is his sixth year. He's made a tournament once. That was the year they that they ran through the Big East, and that year they got they got the tournament. They were thirteen and thirteen, so they were like nine. And, they had to have been nine and thirteen going into the conference tournament, right. and won all their games to get in the tournament. Like last year, they were six and twenty-five. Um, he's had you know two years. He's like he's had one year where he finished above 500. He's never finished higher than 500 in the higher than 500 in the league. 
So, I mean, it's it's not happening, you know, and it, the the administration, the athletic department, and Patrick all need to realize that. Yeah, they haven't had a winning record in the Big East since 2014-15. Uh, it's been a long time. That was when, of course, JT was still coaching. Uh, I, yeah, it's a tough situation. Should Rick Pitino be their coach next year? Uh, no. I, I, the one thing, I, <laughs> I know you guys have been talking about that. Um, <laughs> you know, the thing about, you know, the, the rest of the schedule, they're, they're not, I don't, they're not going to beat Alabama or Tennessee. I, I can't say that because they have to play. I oh, no, no, no. I meant, I'm sorry, Rick Pitino at Georgetown. Should Rick Pitino go Rick coach Pitino, Georgetown? No. Oh, no. I, yeah, I don't know why I thought you were talking about Kyle Park. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He, he might be able to get a better job than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, yeah. That's fair. Uh, hey, Jay, I don't think we've asked you about this, uh, and I value your opinion on anything sports-wise. Where do you come down on players opting out. Um, you know, Will Will left us, uh, didn't play in the Kentucky game, and that was a complete embarrassment. And yet you look at Alabama, you look at Alabama Bryce Young plays, who should be the Will first Anderson quarterback played. taken. Will Anderson played, and a couple of other guys that I think have a shot to be first-rounders. And then after playing in a game that was so relevant – ESPN put it on at 11 o'clock in the morning. It was then <laughs> that they declared for the draft. Where do you come down on that? Uh, you know, I like to leave that up to the kid, but, you know, part of it is, I mean, Bryce Young and Will Anderson could have easily said, yeah, we're not going to do this, but I think a lot of that comes down to respect for your coach. You know, Amen. You know, res- and so even more so than that, to me, you know, is is how you feel about your teammates, you know, because everybody's not going to be a first-round pick. You know, everybody's not going to, you know, be the number one pick. Like, I think Will Anderson probably is going to be, you know. So, you know, you have these guys that you've been playing with for, you know, two, three, four years, and, and you and you do it for them. You know, like I said, I don't completely fault, fault the guys for, you know, for opting out because they've since I know NIL's, you know, in full swing the last couple of years, but they've essentially been playing for free, you know, so and they're you know, they're not gonna mess up their, you know, one shot at, at getting paid. But I think we talked about this before, you know, Will Levis could have got hurt, you know, the third week of September, you know, and it and it would have been the same thing, you know. Um and that game was so bad, you know, that the over under on that game was thirty and they and they still hit the under. Um, <laughs> with two pick sixes, yeah, you know that's that's the biggest thing for me. You know, it, it, a lot of that comes down to how these guys feel about the program they're in, their teammates, you know, you know, and the coaching staff. All right, Jay, it is our six month anniversary here on Islam Louis, here on ESPN six eighty one zero five seven. In honor of Dan, I am drinking a uh, twenty five ounce Budweiser. Uh, Are you drinking a Bud Heavy? Have you been drinking a Bud Heavy since ten o'clock this morning? I have. I yes, was, I, I, yeah. yes, he has. <laughs> yep. Um, and I cracked it at what ten oh one, Dan, or yep. uh, right, right at ten, yep. frankly. Um, yep. What is Jay Davis's go to American yellow beer? The go to is always Miller Lite. There it is. That's two in a row. Oh Dan. man, that's you know, two in that's two in a row. <laughs> there it's, it's you know it's one of those things where you know you have your uh, you know if you're usually I think we talked about this before too. I like to do a little bit of drinking usually on Saturday, and if I'm going to drink, you know. Eight or nine of them, you know, I, I want to still be able to, <laughs> yes. you know, eat dinner and have some snacks and not feel like I weigh five hundred pounds. 
There you go. Okay, well, you know, Bud Bud makes a light beer too, Jay. Are you aware of that? I know that. Okay. I, I am aware of that. It, it is, it's, it's decent, but it's, it's not at the top of my list. Okay. One, one last uh, question from me. The culture item uh, of the day oh, yeah. is uh, Dion Warwick and Dolly Parton are going to do a, a gospel duet. A gospel album, right? Yeah, yeah. An album or a song? Uh, I think it's just a single. I think it's just a single. For now, anyway. Uh, so, um, a bigger fan, Dolly Parton or Dionne Warwick? Great question. Uh, Dionne Warwick. <laughs> I think that's me, too, man. I mean, I do have, I think that's so, me, too. You know, everybody's got their streaming services on their phone. I, I, jo, Jolene is on my Apple Music. Oh, yeah. You know, I think that's the only Dolly Parton song I have, but... I mean, Dionne Warwick's done stuff with, you know, Stevie Wonder, you know, a lot of other people. So, you know, just probably just, you know, hearing her more frequently is, you know, what makes me more of a fan of Dionne Warwick. Yeah, I think just for the music, just for the music, I'll make it three of us. (laughs) I'll go with Dionne as well. Just for the music, huh? a classy, classy six-month edition of the uh, of this little bit <laughs> drinking beer and Just talking talking uh, physical appearances. There you go. Oh man, well he's Jay Davis, Cranes <laughs> Detroit at Jay Davis underscore nineteen eighty one. Have a good rest of the day. And oh, you know what? Actually, I, I should get your picks since we won't talk to you till next week. Who you got on Monday? Georgia, Georgia. I think Georgia's going to cover that thirteen and a half. Man, <laughs> uh, a lot of people up here are going to be really upset about that. <laughs> Michigan. Michigan oh, totally blew that game, but, you know, part of it is, and, and I didn't even think about this last week because I thought Michigan wasn't going to cover. Sure. Um, TCU's offense is really good, and over the regular season and in the Big, 12, Big Ten Championship, 10 of Michigan's 13 games before the playoff, they played teams that ranked 73rd or lower in offense. Mm. So, you know, I, I don't know why I was absolutely so sure that they were going to win other than, uh, a, you know, a bias against teams in Big 12. All right, Jay Davis, we appreciate you, man. Talk to you next week. Thanks, Jay. All right, take it easy, guys. All right, uh, on the other end here, this is Islin Louie taking you up until noon, Bobby V at noon, first watch at three. Uh, on the other end, Ben Roberts said something that I think we need to talk about again, about uh, the expectations going into Alabama and Tennessee for U.K. basketball. We will discuss those next. Reminder, second hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental, deltadentalky.com. Check out those plans for yourself, for your family, or for your employees. On the other end is Alabama Basketball School. We discuss it next. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. Welcome back. This is the final segment of Issel and Louie on this Thursday morning. And as always, the last hour of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030 or visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. You know, Louie, 
I enjoy Monday morning moron. <laughs> I, I I really like I really like uh, true crime Tuesday. I, I love bologna and salami, <laughs> but I think Thursday is easily my favorite day of the show. I, I hope our listeners enjoy Ben and Jay as much as I do. I mean, those are those are two bright young men, don't you think? I don't know how young Jay is because he's older than me. But the um... oh, I thought. He, he has young children. I thought he was younger than you. That's what the kids do now, Dan. They wait a lot longer to have kids. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That I had two yeah, kids. After taking, care, after taking care of the dog all last week, I wished that Sherry and I had waited forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Scott, he loves you, I promise. The, yeah. um, no, that was Sheridan. I, I, I know, but you kind of imply that you shouldn't have had kids at all. <laughs> By the way, six month uh, six month anniversary of Isla and Louie. Who knew that we'd <clears throat> frankly do this show and then it would make it freaking six months? Thanks for have you finished us. your beer yet? Uh, I am down to I would guess I'm down to about five ounces. So I've had about twenty cold ounces of Budweiser as my beer gets a little bit warmer here. In I the can studio. imagine. Yeah, here after, in the two, after two hours. Yeah, uh, reminder too: it is a Wing Zone Thursday. We thank Adam and his staff for dropping off catering here. Try that ESPN Louisville special: ten boneless wings, wedges, and a drink for just nine thirty nine. Uh, perfect for those watch parties just for larger dinner wingzone.com order online wingzone.com three louisville locations hikes point poplar level road and of course they are now open on dixie highway in front of holy cross high school for all of our south enders go check them out wingzone.com and uh, we thank them for that there you go um what uh what do you think we'll end up talking about tomorrow Mm, I don't. I, I don't know. There is because I think Ben on. Roberts just set us up for a while. Um, well, did you did you just hear uh, Sweezy's promo? I, I think it's going to be his opening twenty minutes. I'm not kidding because it, 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 sometimes people tell you what's going on without telling you what's going on, <laughs> right? Without making a declaration. And, and well, I, you know, I don't think you have to be a genius. I mean, Kentucky hadn't beaten a really good team here. They got, they got waxed by Gonzaga. They got beat by 10 by UCLA. They lost to Michigan State. Uh, their first SEC road game was an embarrassment in Missouri. I, I, I mean, I, I just looked up during the break. They don't, I, I didn't see a line yet, but in that outcome predictor thing on ESPN, they give Alabama a 70% chance to win the game. I, I don't think you have to be, you know, a, a, a really smart basketball player to think that this Saturday and next Saturday at Tennessee, Kentucky's up against it. Uh, okay, so we're, we're we're ten years out from a title, and now we're talking about road games at Alabama. I mean, it, you understand fan frustration, right? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. Absolutely. We're eleven yeah. years out from a title. What am I saying? But but I, I, I'll say this. What was UK's last this. best win? I'm actually I, I'm not trying to be a jerk. Like, what was the last best win for UK? Oh, I don't know. Has I it been remember. years? I mean, I, I'm not trying to. Or was it last year? I guess they might. Have no, they beat year. they beat they they had to beat a decent team last year, didn't yeah, they? I, I think they did. Keep going. <laughs> but but no, I mean, is, is there anything? I mean, you can you you can take heart in the fact that they beat. Uh, LSU by three points at home, and you can say, well, this was better. We made our free throws. The offense is in a groove. Cal's not yelling at the players. That's all fine. 
but I don't need any of this uh, tier one and and quad two and and king and ping pong and I don't need any of that stuff, Louie. I have watched every minute of every game that Kentucky's played this year. Right. I know what their shortcomings are. I I know how good I think this team is. I think they're better than they've been playing, but I don't know that they have a really high ceiling. They they don't. <laughs> is that un, is that no? Is that unfair? Oh, that's right. Someone they beat the brakes off Kansas last year. Thank you. That is absolutely correct. Yes, and they beat yeah. UNC by thirty last year. That's right. Um. <laughs> the two teams, the two teams that played in the finals. Yes, correct. That's right. That's yeah. right. I wow. How did I forget yeah. about that, man? It must be like I'm drinking this morning or something. But um, the uh, <laughs> I, I just. I got called Louisville Louisville Louis on the on the text line. Oh, yeah, that's 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 definitely going on. Um, the uh, the game of the night, by the way, is Purdue at Ohio State tonight. Ohio State's actually favored in that game. Hmm, that's interesting. Hmm, interesting. But no, I I I think. I, I, See, no. there's there there's somebody else who isn't isn't interested in quad ones and ping pongs. That's Las Vegas. They, <laughs> they, they, yeah, they can figure it out all by themselves. They don't need all the rankings and all of this other nonsense. I, I'm just, I, it's, 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 it's been an interesting shift in the SEC, and you brought it up with Ben, just how much there's been an investment on the basketball side in the SEC, and how much the, the coaching's better. I'm like, you know, Nate Oates. I mean, appears to be a very, very good basketball coach, and he's getting dudes as well. And so, I just, I'm. What would you do against Brandon Miller on Saturday? How would you approach it as a coach? Uh, you know, I haven't seen I haven't seen Alabama play a complete game, uh, but he looks like to me he's a six nine wing player, and um, I I don't know you know sometimes players are just so good you can't stop them. I mean that you know I go back to LSU in my days. You know, a bunch of SEC coaches tried to devise defenses to stop Pete Maravich. Yeah, sure. He couldn't stop Pete Maravich. Yeah, right. He, he just couldn't. First of all, he was so clever with the ball, you could run five guys at him and he'd get an open shot. And secondly, he'd shoot the ball every time down the floor. So you weren't going to stop him. And Coach Rupp's philosophy was, we're, we're, we can't stop him. So we're going to make sure the other four guys don't beat us. And, you know, sometimes you can't stop a guy, Louis. Sometimes you just have to worry about defending the other four people on the floor and, and, and hope that he doesn't get enough to beat you all by himself. Okay. Yeah. I, that's interesting. I also think, you know, something they showed against LSU that I'm wondering if Cal thinks is the way forward. And, you know, he talks about, being deliberate and, and grinding these games and that sort of thing, it is. Um, and the, the same texter, you know, saying, you know, to me, if Kentucky can win one of the next two Saturday games, they'll be right back where I would expect them to be. I, I don't know that that's a bad bar for where they are right now. I think no, that's fair. And no, so, and, and, but and but you, but if they lose both of those games, we need to have the conversation about losing both of the games. Well, I don't know that you do. Wow. I don't know that you do. You're playing two teams that are very, very good, ranked higher than you are on their home floor. So, I I, I mean, now, if if Tennessee comes into Rupp and beats us, then, th- yeah, then you got a problem. Then you got a real problem. 
But I, I'm not so sure that if they lose at Alabama and lose at Tennessee, you throw up your hands and say the season's over. Those are good. I'm not teams. suggesting. I'm not suggesting that. I, I don't want to. I want to be really clear. I'm not suggesting that. But you know, what you also don't want to do, and, and I, it, it was it was incredible to hear Ben say, "Just don't get your doors blown off," um, because that's an even lower bar than what we're talking about. Yes. Yes. And, and that's. That's where legitimate concern would come in of even making the tournament. You've got to be competitive, no question. I, I think you got to win one of them, man. I, I think mm-hmm. if, I think these are the games that matter for getting out of that six, seven, eight seed line and getting into you know three, four, five, whatever. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I think you're right. I, I I guess my point is I haven't seen anything yet, and certainly there's a you know I'm listening to Cal. I'm being patient. And and there's a lot of season left. But to this point, I haven't seen anything that would convince me that this is a four or five seeded team. I I don't know. I go back to that Champions Classic. I thought they were really good against Michigan State and just Izzo just out schemed Cal Perry. I thought they played better at that point than they have been until Toppin turned it on the last two games. And so yeah. they're having to adjust to him being a better player than he was at the beginning of the season. And I think that's a good adjustment to have to make. That's certainly, that's certainly something you can hang your hat on. That's sure. I, I, I think if you're, if you're rooting for Kentucky, that's the hope is that actually he's, he's turning it on. And it's going to get even better in the next three games and that he's a real factor at Alabama and at Tennessee. The real issue for them, I think, is they got to be careful early in these games because in the games that they've lost – you know, other than Michigan State, they've fallen behind at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah. And that momentum no. just carries downhill, and it's very hard. No for them question. To catch up. They're no not a question. catch-up team. They're a grind team. Yeah, and that's why that's why I've said on several occasions how impressed I was with LSU because they were in that in the second half a couple of times they were in that situation where they could have said, "Well, you know, we're not as good as this team," and and they and they kept coming at them. And that's what win, lose, or draw. That's what Kentucky's going to have to do. The two of these, the next two Saturdays, is they're they're going to have to keep coming at them to show that they can be competitive against a good team. What are your expectations Saturday? Then obviously we'll do a full preview of the game tomorrow. Isla and Louis taking you up until noon here. I I, I get it. But they have lost two games. They lost to UConn. They lost to Gonzaga. I get that those are top-tier teams. Do you? I think, no, I was going to say something stupid again. But I, I was going to say I thought they were both they were both ranked in the top one or two when that happened, weren't they? Yes. UConn and Gonzaga? Yeah. Gonzaga was top ten at least. Uh, UConn is, was in the top ten for sure. No, actually at the time, I think UConn – was like 25th or 24th or something because they weren't ranked before the season. Oh, okay. Right. But we know what UConn is now, so that I I, yeah. I don't think ranking at the time is important unless there's like an injury or something like that. We know what UConn is now. And so, you know, I don't I don't look at that as a bad loss for Alabama by any stretch, but they are losing and they lost to Gonzaga at home. I mean, Gonzaga went to yeah, Tuscaloosa no, and beat them. It can it, be done it, for sure. No, it it can be. It it certainly can be. Uh, I mean, you know, you look at the you look at the dark side. Alabama's has a seventy percent chance to win. Kentucky's got a thirty cent a thirty percent chance to win. So it, it's possible. It's possible. They're just going to have to play better than they've played to this point. What are your What's your initial expectation then? What's their record over the next three games? Is it one and two? Yes. 
Is that okay? Like I said, there's a lot of season left. You're playing two really good teams on their home floor. And don't think, don't think that those two crowds aren't going to be fired up. Because I don't care if Kentucky's ranked number one or if they're ranked 101. Uh, beating Kentucky is still a big thing in the SEC. So those two, those two, those two fan bases are going to be unbelievable. On, I was flipping around last night, and Duke was at NC State. And and I and I remember thinking, wow, this is disappointing because the crowd wasn't. I, I expect better crowds in both Alabama and Tennessee for that game. Yeah, no, and, no, and we're talking about Duke be, and Kentucky. I'm you know I'm yeah. trying to make a direct parallel there. I mean, just past the NC State bench was 35 empty seats. Really? I mean, just empty. And so huh. I, I expect none of that. I mean, just none of that. Um, when. I mean, that's. I just expect no. none of that. When there won't be Tennessee. 30, there's there going to be that stadium's huge. You, uh, there won't be 35 empty seats in the whole place combined between those two. Yeah, I agree with yeah, you. yeah, I agree yeah. with you. So no, it was it was disappointing last night. And I mean, Duke is Duke's pretty mediocre, man. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. that's starting to come out. That's a tough man. It's hard to it's hard to be the guy that follows the guy, isn't it? And yep. uh, I think Shire's finding that out a little bit. It, it, it's all, it's you wanted to get into the Georgetown thing, man. Um, well, I just wanted to say this about. Um, uh, about Patrick Ewing and about Georgetown. And that is, you know, Georgetown, this is a program, Louis, that's won an NCAA tournament. This is a program that has had players like Patrick, like Allen Iverson, yeah. like Alonzo Mourning, like my favorite, Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> uh, and and this, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, and, and this would be like, uh, you Louisville know, Cal- season this year? Well, no. No, because, I mean, you were very kind to say Kenny Payne was a great player. Uh, Kenny Payne couldn't carry Patrick Ewing's gym bag. So I, let's, I, I'm with you, but, but they have, people have, there. I get it, but people have the memory of him in yeah, the 86 no, team, I get and it. that's fine. I get it, but, I get it. Yes. but this, would be, this would be like uh, Cal retires and Kentucky names Jack Givens as the new head coach, and then Kentucky loses 25 consecutive SEC games. That's exactly what we're talking about yes. here. And and so and 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 Patrick, I haven't I haven't had that much interaction with Patrick, but he's a really really nice guy. I can remember one time we were in Miami playing the Heat, and and the Knicks got in early for their game following us and we were in the same hotel and my dad and mom happened to be there because they were retired in Fort Myers and um, and and so I stopped Patrick to introduce him to to my father because my dad loves stuff like that and he stood there in the lobby of the hotel and talked to my dad for 10 minutes and you know when, when all, of that, kind, all of, that when, yeah. but, 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 of that is fine all of that is fine yeah but, but, but no, 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 that's where I'm going. He's a great guy, but this is an embarrassment. And he should go to the president and say, how can we transition me out of here without me destroying my legacy? And he should be gone. They have five wins right now. Who, who ends up with more wins at the end of the season? Mark, uh, excuse me, I was going to say Marquette. Georgetown or Louisville? Well, you just told me Duke Duke was mediocre, so I'm putting I'm putting the Duke Louisville game in the win column. 
<laughs> Dude, honestly, after last night, they were down 17 nothing or something like that to begin that game. They looked terrible. And this uh, and a guy who's built like me is running down the court for NC State and just dunking on people. I mean, <laughs> so, so Georgetown has five wins? Five wins. And Louisville has two? Two. Yeah, I, I, I'll say Georgetown winds up with more. Why is, it, why is but, this different? I really want to understand. I'm trying because, to. I'm, because, Louie, this is the first year. Kenny Payne has coached 15 games. Patrick Ewing's been doing this for five years, for I, crying out loud. I hear you on that end, but how is it different? You just told a story of a very nice man talking to your dad in a hotel lobby. How is that different than how people feel about Kenny Payne being the nice guy? None. If, if, okay. 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 I, I just None. I think that's part of the reason he's getting he's getting the treatment that he is is because he people like him. Everyone likes the guy. Every single I've I've yet to hear a negative Kenny Payne story about him. No. Personally. Yeah. I mean yeah. things about and him I, about his coaching or his recruiting or whatever. That yes. That's that. But that's not who he is. That's that's his job. Right. right? Yeah. And so exactly. But I, I if I'm a U of L fan, that's my worry is that they hired Patrick Ewing. That's my concern. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It, it, that's legitimate. That you know, it could get there, but my point now is, you know, Kenny's got five years to get to where Patrick Ewing is. Um, but you know what? If I was Kenny Payne, you know what I'd do? I'd drive out to Taylorsville Road. Okay. I'd go. I'd go into Bear Nose Pizza, Bear Nose at <laughs> Bowman Field, the original, the original Bear Nose Pizza. I'd order a pepperoni sausage and banana peppers. And I and I'd ask Rob Moody, give me some of Issel's mustard, and that and and that would clear that that would make it a great day for Kenny Payne. When's the last time you ate pizza without mustard on it? Was it at Chef's Cut with me? Uh, yeah, because I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed to ask him for mustard because I didn't. You know, they'd say, "Well, what what are you ruining my my hot brown pizza?" But that was the last time. Would, do you think we, the hot brown pizza, pizza would be better had, with mustard on it? Oh, everything's better with <laughs> mustard on it. Are you kidding me? Put a couple squirts in that Budweiser. Everything's better with mustard by the on way, it. By the way, that's me crinkling You're up done. an empty can. There you go, buddy. You're done. There you go. I, Good job. Honestly, I've had 50 ounces of Budweiser in my life, and it's all in the last six months. <laughs> well, I'm very pr- I'm very proud of you. Speaking of that, yep. uh, Prime and I had pizza last night. Not a boy. What yeah. style? Uh, well, you know what we like. <laughs> we don't we we don't like getting pizza delivered because usually when it gets here, it's cold, and you know they have a hard time finding the the condo and and all of that yeah stuff. yeah right, right what what we do is go up here is it called papa murphy's yeah where you get you, yeah you, you take you it order home, yeah. the pizza and then you take it home and bake it that's what that's what we do those are so, good man they're they're yeah. cookies by the way are excellent yeah yeah i've had those too yeah go. all right dad happy there six months go. man good job yeah happy anniversary louie it's been it's been terrific and i hope we get to do this for a long long time it's it's just great this has been Issel and louie on ESPN 680 105.7. Thanks to Ben Roberts and to Jay Davis for joining us. Always enlightened by what they have to say. We'll be back again tomorrow at 10 o'clock. We hope you are too. Have a great day, everybody.
same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax. Your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit suedistracteddriver.com. <laughs> 